Welcome back to Mad Yet Mighty. I'm your host, Megan Cipollone, and I am coming back today with butterflies in my stomach, and I'm just going to be open and honest with you about that, starting right off. Today is a day that I knew would come, and I have taken the last two weeks beyond that, three weeks, to reflect, sit back, listen, and really kind of immerse myself in what's going on because what's going on is extremely important. Probably, arguably, one of the most important movements of our time. I mean, it is the biggest civil rights movement in history thus far. Um, prior to that, suffered a very um, sudden, personal kind of tragic loss. And that's been in personal life. So that was the week before the video that I'm sure we have all seen at this point, the video of George Floyd. You know, it. it's, I'm going there and I'm just going to start talking about it because I've been stewing and I've been stewing and I've been stewing and I've been giving room for other people to speak, for black men and black women to speak right now in this time because it is vastly important for them to be leading and teaching, and guiding right now. What we saw, what I saw, which is not the first time I've seen something like that on camera, unfortunately. I mean, that's our reality. But I watched this very, very long video, horrifically long tragically long of literally watching a soul leave a body like by the hands of a very evil white man this is just facts I am not elaborating I am not well the evil no that's blatant this is just actual fact that I am reporting that I am discussing you know this isn't we've been listening to stuff day in and day out and I'm not trying to make this I'm not trying to get on a soapbox I'm not trying to like teach you or preach at you but I have a voice and if this is how I can contribute then it's time for me to step the fuck up and this is how I'm going to contribute not saying that this podcast moving forward is going to be some, you know, politically stemmed and driven podcast. That's not what I'm saying. But I would be a fool and I would be feeling like I would be doing a social disservice if I did not speak. And not, not speak because that sounds slightly narcissistic. But once again, I'm not going, (laughs) 
I'm just going to come on and talk. And I feel like we need places of vulnerability right now, everyone. And we need to be having these discussions because these discussions are going to save the black community. And that's not being dramatic. That's being real. These uncomfortable conversations, which need to be happening, we have voices, we have to speak up, we have to have these conversations. I'm not going to, I actually, what I want to do today is talk about movies, right? Because this is a, what I love, we, t- we talk a lot about movies, we talk a lot about TV, and I'm going to bring that into today's episode, but we got to talk about we got to talk about love and we've got to talk about empathy and we have got to talk about trying to understand the why of people who are so confused about protests and who are just completely finding every bit way to be like oh but this but that but these protesters do this these rioters do that these looters okay Right. Obviously, we don't want businesses fucking busted into, right? That's hor- like, yeah, that's bad. But guess what? We also don't want blood being shed in the streets. And that's what's happening. So commercial shit can be replaced. Lives cannot be brought back from the dead. So that's the, that's the, that's it, y'all. It's super simple. And it doesn't need to get into Honestly, right now, where where you should stand or where you should try to be, fuck, you should try to be getting yourself to a point is having an empathetic thought or trying to start to have empathetic thoughts about people who look differently from you. Specifically right now, black men, black women, black boys and black girls We need to immerse our eyes, our ears, and our news feeds with black stories, black voices, and black art. We need to put in the effort to we need to put we need to do the work. I'm just trying to, I'm just being very careful and just very deliberate with what I'm saying. So, you know, I've, I've honestly have had people ask me what I should be, what they should be doing as a white person, which honestly, by now, I think you've been berated on social media about seeing like, stop asking what you can do and just research it, which is a fact. I know it's not my place and I am not trying to teach because The teaching and the leading and the guidance needs to be done and needs to be sought out from our black men and women, activists, leaders, artists, authors, doctors, poets. Those are who, if you are trying to do the work, that's who you should be looking towards to try to find some way to implement something into your life that may challenge the way that you 
I don't know, think, which is bizarre because I, I feel like this, but it's true. We need more stories. That's where I turn to. I turn to storytelling. I turn to, I turn to movies. I turn to film. And I wanted to talk about a list of movies and TV shows today that I've already started and I have been like eating, eating, eating up the show that I'm watching right now. It's so freaking good. But you know what? If this is if this is a way, you know, that you can bring start to bring the work into your life by immersing yourself in black stories, in black storytelling, in movies and TV with leads that don't look like you. And that honestly for me, I can go on a rant about how I want to see that in television and movies so much more, but with everyone represented. I want to watch two men fall in love. I want to watch two women or what or whatever the combination. I want I that's what I want to see. Because that's our beautiful world right? So here are some, let's get into it. Um, I hope, I hope that what I said was not taken in any bad, which doesn't matter if it was taken in a bad way or not, because I don't care because it's the way that I feel. And this is what I'm telling myself and holding myself accountable to fucking do is to do the work and find ways to learn more and to be to speak up when you feel like something in your gut is bad when you're seeing something or you're hearing somebody say something that is racist to speak the fuck up and stop letting fear of what no do you have to do what's right we have to do what's right right now and if you think we have to let we have to let this hurt out so you know what we're going to protest and not we're, but we, yes, we, as, as, as a Nate, as a nation, as a, as a world, I mean, there's protests happening all over the world. It's the most beautiful thing personally for me to see as people at, like using their right, you know, using their right to do this, to, to speak out. It's. I mean, it's huge and it's and it's monumental. And as much as I am, you know, clearly devastated for people who have had tragedy and, um, you know, damage or what, whatever. I mean, I'm sorry if I don't sound superiorly and superiorly empathetic about that, because to me, lives lost are just it's it's. That's more and it's been going on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So we're going to watch stories and we're going to watch shows together. Um, This is my um, list of black art, black movies, black TV shows um, that I think are a place to start expanding and growing. Right now, currently, I'm watching Dear White People. It's on Netflix. It's a dramedy and 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's, I believe, four seasons or the fourth season is coming out 
And it was actually based off of a 2014 feature film with the same title, Dear White People. It was starring um, Tessa Thompson and Tyler James Williams. And the storyline is it's it, our characters attend a predominantly white Ivy League college. And we have our group, our main group ensemble of black students that navigate various forms of racial and other types of discrimination. Now, I do want to say that this is a dramedy. So I've honestly have found myself and I haven't, there's not been a lot of laughing over, (laughs) just going to be real and honest. There's not been a lot of laughing over in this neck of the woods recently. Um, Like that kind of laughter that when you're just like sitting by yourself watching TV and you're just like, and it just comes out of you and you're just like, oh my God, like that. Sometimes I think that I enjoy those moments just as much as like the cracking up laughing because I don't know why. I don't know why, but for like some reason it just evokes and I have had a little bit of a, you would say just, it's been, it's been a time. It's been a fucking time. Um, so I've needed some giggles and it's, a, it's smart. It's really, it's stylistically, I love the way that it's filmed Um, So in the new in the show, we have a couple of characters who like actually came back and hung around um, for the show. And both the movie and the show was written, produced and directed by Justin Seaman. So he is the creator. It's once again, this is what I'm currently binging and I'm freaking obsessed with it. Um, Just a great all around super funny, but with I mean, facing and being able to see real issues um, on the screen, like watching it like a normal, like watching a movie. It's just, it's just so refreshing to me when I get to see more on a screen than just your typical white ingenue, your typical white leading man. Like that's bull, like it's, how to say it's, yeah, it can be boring. It can be fucking boring. It's a great show. So highly recommend watching it. Um, I mean, if I finish and might do a little bit of like a recap, um, but that's definitely the plan with um, all of these and more. The next one. So these first few are actually nonfiction. um, So they're not actually based off of like people, like real people. I mean, it's definitely real content and real situational. Um, That's like nonfiction but as far as storylines people's names this it's all these are all fiction um the next one is the hate you give and this is a crime feature feature film crime drama that came out in theaters in 2018 it's now available on amazon prime and itunes and there's other streaming platforms i believe that you can stream it from 97 percent on rotten tomatoes great great beautiful score um And this is based on, we follow our leading lady star who witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood breast friend, Khalil, at the hands of a police officer. So now star starts facing pressures from all sides of her community. And she really, she must stand up, find her voice and fight for what's right. So this is starring um Regina Hall, Russell Hornsby, Common, Amanda Stenberg, and I cannot wait to watch this movie. I have 
I've I've seen um, I've just seen some things about it recently and I've watched the trailer gotten myself prepared for it um, it just looks like a great movie especially for like the young adult generation and it it's some really just beautiful like racial injustice storyline that this young adult cast is bringing instead of just like a normal like romantic teen um, you know romance or whatever so another great movie the hate you give amazon prime itunes so definitely check that out that will be on my list one that i honestly am sad that i have not watched yet because i always try to watch all the movies that are up for the oscars for um best picture if beale street could talk and this is a 2018 drama romance that was released 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. And this film follows a young woman who is trying to clear the name of her wrongly charged lover to prove his innocence before they give birth to their child. So their backstory is it follows Clementine Tish Rivers and Alonzo Fawny Hunt. And they've been friends their entire lives. And they have like this you know, storybook romantic, you know, they're raised together, they grow up together, and then they start a romantic relationship together, and then they get pregnant, and then he is wrongly accused and sentenced to prison. Um, So this is directed by Barry Jenkins, and he was also one of the writers, and this was based off of a 1974 novel by James Baldwin, titled the same, if Beale Street could talk, it took place in um, just about a Harlem romance and this is another amazing ensemble cast um, starring Kiki Lane, Stephen James, uh, D- Dave Franco, Pedro Pascal, Regina King, who is a freaking goddess queen and who actually won the Best Supporting Actress Academy Award um, at the Oscars the year that Oscars and the Golden Globes, which was I remember watching her and her God, her acceptance speeches was just it was absolutely absolutely amazing loved seeing her win and it was also nominated for best motion picture um, at the oscars best adapted screenplay best original score it was a beautiful i've heard it's just an beautiful i mean obviously it's one of those like beautiful but then also just like rips your heart out at the same time um kind of movies but i mean the amount of awards that this thing was up for and nominated for absolutely insane so Add it to your list if you're trying to take in some more media, um, stories, movies. If that's your thing, add it to the list. Watch the movie. Reflect on it. How does it make you feel? What are just? It's like that's that's work, you know. All right, next. This is a show. This is a show that you can watch. I once again so excited to watch it. Contents. All this content is dark. So I understand if you're not like watching these back to back or if you like pick one or whatever, or maybe you know what you're going to be like, fuck it, not pick any of them, which is totally fine too. Um, I cannot wait to watch this. And when I found out that it was a four episode miniseries, it made me feel a little bit better and a little bit more like, okay, like let's, let's go in. But hey, that's, it's uncomfortable and I'm pushing myself to do the uncomfortable, which doesn't compare to any 
uncomfortable that a black man or black woman or black child or has had to will have to endure in their life but i'm putting we step forward that's how we that's how we we try when they see us and i know that a lot of most some might have already watched it when it came out this is on netflix came out in 2019 this is a um biography crime drama and for those who are like what does that mean well one shame on you no two it's it's fine it really is it's it's real life this shit happened um just an absolute insane insane story so five teens who are from harlem become trapped in this like nightmare when they're falsely accused of a brutal attack in central park so this happened in 1989. A jogger was assaulted and raped in New York Central Park, and five young men were charged with the crime. Um, the, it was a quintet that was labeled the Central Park Five. Now, they maintained their innocence, and they spent years fighting convictions, hoping to be exonerated. So this is a limited series, like I said earlier, which, okay, we can take. So four four episodes and these four episodes span a quarter of a century so it goes from when they're teens and like questioned about the incident all the way to spring of 1989 going through their exoneration in 2002 so this four-part series um and i the episodes range from 60 to 80 minutes so it really allows creators were saying this is really going to allow for the 23-year process to be followed like step by step and really it doesn't feel rushed like it that transition like you feel like you've gotten enough so to speak is what they're trying to say um and the series yeah this so this time so this time frame when this was actually happening this case was from 1989 to 2002 and now this was one of the most another extremely moving thing to see at an award show that has always been historically it's once again this is fact I'm not saying it this is not an opinion that has been historically white winners that's just what the academy awards it diversity has been a big issue let's just let's just put it at that when this or not at the academy awards I'm sorry it was the gold shit the emmys the emmys the Emmys. I think it was okay. I think it was the Emmys. God bless me. Take Jesus, take the wheel. And the five men actually were there in the audience and they had this whole thing where they had him freaking stand up. And my God, there wasn't a dry eye in the freaking house. And then the best, um, best outstanding lead actor in a limited series went to um, Jarrell Jerome, who played one of the younger boys. AFI TV program of the year. This was another show that guys, seriously, the list of awards and nominated and wins was like insane. Like I didn't even know what to pick. There were so freaking many, like just outstanding acting, outstanding acting, acting, like outstanding ensemble movie picture, like mute, like ev- like everything. It was just, this is a great, great show with another packed cast. Um, once again I can't I cannot wait I cannot wait to consume it I cannot wait to watch I I as much as obviously the content is 
is dark and but it's real and it happened and once again it's things that we need to take a closer look and not turn away all right moving right along this is this is all this is all good i'm i'm feeling good i'm feeling good last movie that i want to talk about for right now it's called just mercy came out 2019 another biography another crime drama 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So once again, if that's important to you, I know it's important to you. You always got to do the check. Um, another nice high score always makes you feel a little more settled in. You know, it always makes you feel a little bit more settled in when you go into something. So it was directed by Destin Daniel Crenton. He also was a writer and it stars Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Brie Larson. Another absolutely fascinating story. I mean, these stories of these black men Black women, black stories need to be heard, need to be heard. So this world-renowned civil rights defense attorney, Brian Stevenson, real guy, this is played, he's played by Michael B. Jordan, and for those who are like, we don't know names, he was in Black Panther, Creed, That Awkward Moment, just to name a few, and he works to free a wrongly condemned death row prisoner. So Walter McMillan, who was played by Jamie Foxx, Django Unchained, Ray, who in 1987 was sentenced to die for a notorious murder of an 18-year-old girl. So despite the preponderance of like evidence proving his innocence and the fact that the only testimony against him came from a criminal with a motive to lie. So another story of injustice true story that you can go back you can watch you can the thing about storytelling is guys it it makes us feel and I think right now one of the main things that everyone might be struggling with you might be struggling we are is is not even struggling with but we need we need to open our hearts and we need to open our minds and we need to we need to feel because allowing ourselves that is a piece and a key of empathy. And I think the most important thing as well is that we, you don't need to completely I don't think you're you're and you're never going to understand but you need to acknowledge you need to acknowledge we need to acknowledge other people's pain. If we don't acknowledge other people's pain we aren't we aren't acknowledging one another. Like it's just it's just vital. Like you can't fix other people's pain, but we can we we have to acknowledge it and we have to make it real. We have to listen. We have to under, understand. We can't tell people, and this just goes in general, I feel like in life. You can't tell somebody that they can't feel something and especially something that's feelings and hurt and oppression and hate and fear and that has been just 
historically, systemically among us. And we have to listen and we have to, we have to try, not try, we must, we must understand even if you don't understand you have to understand the why behind it okay I'm done I, I I don't once again not trying to get not trying to get soapboxy not trying to get preachy not trying to do any kind of performance bullshit I've been stewing and stewing and stewing and stewing and for anyone who knows me and from why I even started this podcast in the first place is I have to speak, man. If I don't let it out, it drives me absolutely crazy. And I knew I was doing an injustice to myself the longer I postponed making this episode, speaking, starting the starting the long journey, the long fight that will be a part of my will be a part of my life because I feel that damn empath man and I I know there's others it's a we thing there's a lot of feelings and those feelings obviously everyone's feelings matter but not not the bad feelings not the bad feelings okay I I hope if you're listening that you join me somehow um, on this journey of discovering and opening ourselves up to black stories, important stories that are told through art and that are told through one of my favorite forms of art, which is film. And even if you watch one, if you watch them all, if you try to, I feel like you owe it to yourself and we owe it to other people to try to to our black community, to our brothers and sisters, to, to watch. And I know we're in a, we're in a time now where who doesn't like to be told to sit and watch movies and TV shows, right? So now you have your list with all these, for anyone who's like, oh, I don't want to watch. I mean, they have kick fucking ass, Rotten Tomatoes scores. They're great, fantastic stories, beautiful artists. Let's watch Let's love the movies. Let's love Hollywood. But most importantly, we need to love each other. And at the, at the end of the day, we have to move forward with empathy over absolutely everything and absolutely every thought. It, we just don't, there's no space right now for resistance and for tension like this is this is huge and i think we're on a brink of some real monumental change but we have to keep pushing forward and and just pushing forward in everyday life with what we are all coming off of corona personal things happening in life maybe right now i feel like every time i look in the news somebody is getting a divorce i saw kelly clarkson and her husband of 7 years getting a divorce Let's just add it to the freaking list. Love's dying everywhere, people. Man, the earth is just turning up. It's old. It's skeletons. Shit is just, it's, we're, um, we're going to be, we're going to be different after this. And then we're going to be different for the better. I, we are. Thank you all for 
sitting here and listening if you're still listening at this point, I greatly, greatly appreciate you. I greatly, you, I greatly appreciate you giving me, giving us a space to be vulnerable because vulnerable because that's the most important thing that we absolutely can be in our lives. Vulnerable is strength, and we all need to get fucking vulnerable right now because it's the elephant in the room, people. It's everywhere. So let's lean the hell in. On that note, this has been another episode of Mad Yet Mighty. We will be back um, with another episode. And yes, it's going to be, yes, we're going to have fun stories. Yes, we're going to have laughs. Yes, we're going to have, we're going to have it all. We're going to have great pop culture, but we're going to have and always continue to have real conversations, honest, true conversations. I will hold myself to that. I've always held myself to that. I know that anyone who listens be- expects that. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. This has been another episode, a real, a real fucking episode of Mad Yet Mighty. I'm your host, Megan Cipollone, and I will talk to you all next time.